Texas Powell to the people on the best talk in town. Well, I got up early this morning, turned on the radio. The weatherman gave the forecast that he really didn't know. He said we might have a little sunshine, might have a little rain. Might have partly cloudy skies and it might just snow again. Well, I found out a long time ago, there ain't that much for sure. But God's love and faithfulness will forevermore endure. No matter what comes, no matter what goes. If you're on a high, if you're in a low. If you're getting sick, if you're feeling well. If you get up, if you just fell. God's love and faithfulness will always be the same. Some things never change. Here's Larry Powell. Hey, welcome uh, to Powell to the People, where civility is always in style. We're so glad that you're with us. Just want to remind you that KXEX 1550 AM is on Saturdays at 4 and Sundays at 6 for Powell to the People. We talk politics, education, religion, technology, sports, values, and healthy communities. And anything else you want to talk about, you send us a note. We'll be glad to uh, get some folks on the air, and we'll talk about it. And then good news with Larry Powell, nothing but good news stories, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. You can catch us on Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. We got it. We got a place for you to listen on your schedule, not on our schedule. So we're certainly glad that you've joined us. Now, those of you who are just getting over the malaise that took place with the election, I know you probably have a bit of a, uh, maybe we'll call it an election hangover, and uh, if you didn't go the way you want, I want to remind you, uh, go to Powell to the People last week and take a look because I talk about joy no matter what's going on around you and how we are in joy, I in joy instead of E-N joy. And if you are in joy, it doesn't matter what's going on. Things are going to go well and you're going to be fine. So just trust the Lord. Anyway, today we've got a, an exciting program for you from Break the Barriers, one of the best nonprofits in town. And we've got with us Jared and Tyler Hergenrader, uh, who are sons of the founders of Break the Barriers. And anybody who has half a lick of sense or ever been to a basketball game uh, with the Bulldogs at Fresno State has seen Break the Barriers perform, and their performing team is absolutely amazing. Well, Jared and Tyler, welcome aboard. Nice to have you with us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Yeah, it's good to have you here. Folks, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the needs that Break the Barriers has. As you know, they work with physically challenged kids, able-bodied kids, you name it. It doesn't matter. If if you've got uh, something that you'd like to learn, they'll help you learn it uh, in a physical way, and it's really cool. Uh, veterans are doing some amazing things. We're going to talk a little bit about archery and some of the other exciting things that are available. And you also are working on a new pool, as I understand. you got a, a what is that, a million-dollar project or uh, well, it's, it's, well, we'll talk about it. It's much bigger than that now. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds yep. good. Well, uh, we want to get started with just a little bit of history. So, uh, uh, Jared, let's start with you. Uh, tell us about you. How did you end up at Break the Barriers? Obviously, mom and dad, and when you were a kid, you were involved in the activities and things. But how did you end up as the uh, the head of Break the Barriers? Sure. Well, uh uh, I well, just to share a little bit about Break the Bears and our history. I mean, it it goes back way before I was even a thought. Um, it it started with my grandparents really um, uh, wanting uh, a place um, and a dream for their child. My my aunt who had Down syndrome was the inspiration, of course, behind yeah, Break the Barriers. Kathy. And yeah, Kathy and 
And, um, you know, if we go back 60-plus years ago, there wasn't anything. There wasn't even special education in schools. Exactly. And um, it it started with my grandma and just some other moms um, over at Einstein Park, you know, uh, gathering together with their kids um, because nothing else was offered to them. And that's really, in my mind, where special education started in Fresno County. Um, But from then, you know, families serving on the first ARC boards and, and, you know, then pass it down to my mom, you know, who was five years older than Kathy. It was always a, yep. dream, a dream and even a burden of hers to find a special place where her sister was accepted or it was, you know, her and her sister participating in something together. Yep. It wasn't exactly. one on the sidelines or vice versa. And, and uh, it got to the point where um, Kathy was one of the first uh, Special Olympians in the world back in 1968. And, and my family fully got involved in Special Olympics, um, as well as my mom, of course, was a uh, competitive gymnast and national champion gymnastics. So they knew the benefit of sports. And, yes. And uh, Kathy was just this amazing talent that the world needed to see. Um, she was quite a gal. I'll she, tell you, and she had such a positive attitude. Uh, yes. Know? Yeah, always, always, for yeah. sure. How? Especially if you had a mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep the mustache. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so it was... It was a dream of my mom's to find a place for her sister, and, yeah. and with my mom starting the sport of gymnastics, helping start it in Special Olympics, grandma ice skating, dad powerlifting, yeah. um, they were traveling around the world with Kathy and her friends, and wherever they went, it was gold medals, you know, in every Phenomenal. sport, every division, and and it got back to Eunice Schreiber, founder of Special Olympics, and, and she met with my parents, and, you said, and she asked them, you know, how come your athletes are so much better than everybody else? Well... My parents were training elite athletes at that same time. Isn't that something? And the spe- and Kathy and her friends, these Special Olympians, were training alongside these elite athletes. Wow. Wow. So, so their caliber of training was just, you know, risen to a, a level that, um, you know, no other athlete was getting in Special Olympics around the world. And, and um, you know, right then and there, my parents knew that that special place was in our backyard with 20 students. Uh, yep. you know, a year later, it grew to 300. Uh, so we had, we had a you lot were of, looking for another facility. We, we, we were, we were, we found out that many other families had that same hope and dreams just for their children to be accepted in this world. And, yep. you know, fast forward and we'll talk about and it. And that's for, when you ended up, uh, eventually at Sierra. And, well, we're at, we're oh, at Cook Hamilton Cook first. Hamilton's first yes. Yeah. So we were, it was a set up tear down every, every afternoon time. Oh, and, and their cafeteria and, <laughs> um, we had fun as, as boys running around everywhere on the school campus. Um, yeah. So we were there for about a year and a half, and then over on, of course, Sierra for about 17 years. Yeah, and then you're now at uh, an amazing place uh, on Cedar uh, near Teague, yep. and uh, it's a phenomenal facility. Uh, are you the longest-running program like you anywhere in California? Because I, I can't find any others that have done what you do. Yeah, yeah, we, we've we tried to train many people across our country. Um, it, it's to be honest with you, there, there's no one that does what we do um, uh, with all that we do. Um, we've tried to train um, and educate many others, but it, it was a, I believe it was truly a unique passion that my parents had yep. um, for my aunt as well as their gift in sports that really, really brought this together. And then, of course, Fresno has just been so, um, uh, such a huge help and, and blessing to break the barriers with, with helping us get off our feet and, and running. So. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, 
I was on the board for a period of time on, on an advisory board now mm-hmm. with you. Uh, my grandkids, my daughter went to Break the Barriers. My grandkids are doing Break the Barriers. Uh, a phenomenal program, absolutely phenomenal program. So uh, tell me, Tyler, how did you view all of this when uh, you were growing up and, and uh, what was happening from your backyard to, to Cedar and Teague? For me, it was just one big playhouse. You know, it's one big playhouse and one big family. Everywhere we went, it was just an entourage of all inclusion. And uh, so I just remember growing up having a playhouse. Uh, My parents were heavily involved in in getting the nonprofit up and running. Our grandma had a huge part. And tell tell the folks about your grandma. She was an athlete as well. Yeah, she was in ice capades uh, for many years, and that's where she met um, her husband and, and he did a hub trio on ice, the first to do a backflip on ice. So wow. um, they would travel around the world doing those shows. And, and so very athletic family. You know, dad played pro ball for the Yankees, and, and mom was a world national gymnast. So obviously I think genetically we were blessed with some athletic genes. So yep. we, were, we were so much involved in, in sports growing up um, that we would be either on the, the practice field or we were at the gym just messing around and playing. So. And, and that was normal part of life. Correct. Yeah, yeah. There was no time at home watching TV. You were you were out doing something all the time. Well, and back then you were street kids, right? You were running around <laughs> just playing sports everywhere. And my yeah. mom had this loud whistle where we could hear it for four, from four blocks away, and we knew it was dinner time. So time to go home. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Well, tell me a little bit about high school sports for you two. Sure, sure. Well, both of us played multiple sports. Uh, we both went to Hoover High. Yep. Uh, so Hoover Patriots. Proud, proud Pate. Yep. Uh, so I I played football, basketball, um, soccer, and baseball in high school. And this guy, he can go ahead and share what he did. Yeah, I played soccer, uh, baseball, and, and football as well. Yeah, quarterback. quarterback. Quarterback, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the little rabbit running around, trying not to get murdered <laughs> on the field. You know? With these big guys, exactly. you know, chasing you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. You know, and there were some amazing coaches at Hoover during those years uh, that you guys had influencing your lives as well. And it was a neat time, a really neat time. You know, I, I think back, uh, Jack Hanna just recently passed away, who was at Hoover and then went to Clovis West. But what a, an amazing guy he was and just yep. had an impact on thousands and thousands of kids. So it was, it was quite a, a deal. Uh, tell me a little more about uh, what it was like as Kathy started getting into the program more because she was such a, a, a groundbreaker uh, and other folks started feeling that, hey, I can do this too as a result. Because she was, she was a, a trailbreaker. She was uh, a, an amazing person. And, and she had this wonderful acceptance of everybody come, man. We're going to hug and, you know, we're going to be good. So yeah. she started a lot of that, obviously, through your mom and, and things and her love for her to, her sister. But uh, tell me a little more about Kathy's impact because she was a world champ. Yeah, yeah. Kathy was a four-time international champion in in the Special Olympics, and and she was. We joke as kids all the time because she was quick. <laughs> she was super quick. We'd we'd have fun, you know, as family teasing her, and 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 she always had to have the front seat in the car, and and she would <laughs> run as soon as the door opened. She would jet to that front that that uh, car door, and and we'd have fun racing her. But she was quick. She yeah. was fast, and and she was talented. You know, uh, Kathy. It's just, um, you know, how God created her. She was just a love generator, and and she was the party, yeah. of course. And and 
Uh, my mom even met my dad, you know, by pushing Kathy in front and, and getting uh, Kathy to introduce themselves. You know, um, if you know anybody with up syndrome or down syndrome, you know that they're the life of the party. And, yep. and, and um, many times they're, um, they're that bridge um, to opportunity. And uh, we'll share that a little more later, you know, with our outreach. But they, uh, um, gosh, Kathy was just an inspiration to so many. And they you- love people. Down syndrome oh. kids. Jared, right now, I want to talk about him a little more, yeah. you know, who's also a, a special uh, Olympics champ. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe how fast our segments go here, but we're finished with our first segment. And you're listening to uh, Powell to the People, where civility is always in style. I got special guests, Jared and Tyler Hergenrader, and we're going to be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Powell to the People. Write it down. is Powell to the people on the best talk in town. Hey, welcome back to Powell to the people where civility is always in style. Uh, Jared, you had mentioned earlier that uh, there was no place in public schools in a lot of ways for Kathy when she was growing up. And uh, I'm going to predate that a little bit. Having had polio in 1949, there was no such thing as special ed during those days, but they wanted to move everybody into an institution someplace. So uh, having had polio, wearing a brace on my right leg, um, the school district wanted to move me into an institution. And mom and dad said, absolutely not. He's going to participate like everybody else in everything. And what's really fun, God has a sense of humor because I, I became county superintendent head of the institution. That's you know? So it's really <laughs> yeah. kind of fun to, to think back that th- what we fail to realize a lot of times, and one of the things you guys do is uh, we look at what the ability is, not the disability. Amen. And, and that's a huge, huge thing. And I know you've helped so many families understand that it's not what their kids can't do, it's what they can do. And when I've seen, for example, the flips, the jumps, the things that special uh, needs kids do at Break the Barriers, you're holding your breath when you don't know and you see for the first time the wheelchair being flipped over and all kinds of things going on. So tell me a little more of what it's like for someone with some level of disability to come to break the barriers. Um, it's it's just a, a place of inclusion. You know, I, I believe truly, you know, we're believers and we believe that's how God intended it to be. And and you look at who, who Christ was using for his ministry, yeah. it was the lame, the sick, and the blind, those that were labeled or maybe pushed to the side. And so we, we found that to be family to us, that we, we have this environment where it's really God-driven, where there is no there is no segregation. Yep. And we found throughout our experience in life, and talking about Kathy and just the, the funny things, I'll share a story about her in a sec, but um, there's always a way to do something. Uh, you just might need to think outside the box because we're stuck in this culture yes. that kind of has us in tunnel vision. And we just have, we've been able to connect the right dots and, and, and bring the people around us that were, it's like, Hey, uh, we might not be able to do it this way, but we'll try it this way. And fell, fell a thousand times, but then the beauty comes out of it. And, and even with Kathy, I mean, going back, she smartest girl in the world. And, uh, you know, we, we, 
talk a lot about, you know, with kids with Down syndrome, they have the extra chromosomes. Sometimes the extra yes. chromosome might go to the hormones a little bit. And and so she, 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 her passion was to get married. And she had a huge crush on police officers, right? Yeah. So she found out if she called 911, oh. <laughs> a, male, a male police officer would show up to the door. And so that's kind of the, the life that we've been brought up in. It's uh, just an all-inclusive environment. Um, everybody's accepted. And, and in that aspect, we found it's so much funner that way because there is no labels. There is no image you're trying to protect. Yep. Um, it's just everybody's a free-for-all and just enjoying who they are. It's pretty amazing. And uh, you guys have got, and before I forget, you got a Christmas program either going or coming up here shortly coming up december 3rd yeah and tell folks about that and how do they get tickets and boy let me tell you folks if if you want to see an amazing program you want to see a christmas like no other that is absolutely phenomenal but uh, jared tell us a little bit about that yeah it's uh it's our spin on the nutcracker it's called the nutcracker like no other because it's like no other (laughs) nutcracker i mean we have aerial silks we have acrobats of course we have our ballerinas on on point and and, uh, you know, we do this every year, every year and for yep. many of our families and for many of our individuals who might have a various ability, this is a chance that they will get to have that, um, in another show or in another recital would never be possible. Right. And, um, it's, it's December 3rd at the Audra McDonald, uh, theater at Roosevelt high school. And, uh, we have two shows, uh, two and five thirty, and, uh, tickets are available, uh, through break that's fantastic. Uh, so we're, and right now we're um, we're in talks with Fresno Unified, so we're hoping to bless them with uh, 600 free tickets for for students to get to go watch the Nutcracker for the first time. So we're we're excited. We have about probably about 200 performers that are involved in this show. Wow! Along with, of course, a lot of uh, set design and people behind the scenes. Who's doing the reading this year? I we might have to call uh, an advisory board member again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, folks, it, it is a fantastic show, a nutcracker like no other. And I really would encourage you, you want to start your Christmas off well, uh, then you want to check it out. Audra McDonald Theater at Roosevelt High School, December 3rd. And uh, the show times are? 2 and 5.30. 2 and 5.30. And they go breaktheBarriers.org mm-hmm. to get tickets. Yep. So I would really encourage you. Uh, it seats, what, uh, 1,200? No, uh, about a little over 2,200. 2,200. Oh, yep. wow. That balcony and everything. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, if you want to have a great kickoff to your family season for Christmas, this is a show you don't want to miss, and you will be absolutely enthused by what happens with it. Uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. So it's really good things. Well, you guys also do work uh, not only with physically challenged folks, but with able-bodied people. And that match, that inclusion that you're talking about, uh, Tyler, uh, is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and, and it's interesting, as I watch practices and I've seen performances and been involved on a lot of different levels, uh, there's a, a thrill that takes place in a person's heart to see what takes place when nobody is excluded but everybody is in on it, and they're an important and integral part of what takes place. And you guys have a performing group, the Barrier Breakers. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it was, well, just sharing a little bit about our family. I mean, we've always been a show-me family, you know, from uh, we're third generation of performers. So yep. my parents found out early on uh, to try and explain uh, the magic or talk it out of what's happening. Um, it, it, was, it was a hard sell. 
And, and what better way than to visually see it, to see the potential, to see the ability yeah. in every child? Um, and that's that's when my parents thought, let's put together a show team. And, and uh, in uh, 1984, uh, we really started this concept of performing. And, and um, in 85, we became the Barrier Breakers. And, and from there, we've performed, you know, from our capital steps and, and uh, you know, our, our the White House to around the world. Yeah, tell some of those places. I know you've been to Romania. You've been yeah, yeah, I, China. I, yeah, really. You know, Alan Autry was here on this last segment. Um, him and his wife really helped us get um, to our nation's capital and, and to the White House, and that's when really the doors opened up for us. Uh, we were at that point named the National Role Model for Inclusion by the U.S. Department of Education. And wow. Special Education, you know, they gave us a private tour of the White House and and that's really when, um, on a national level and international level, we were able to really educate um, individuals across our country, whether they're individuals or teachers or administrators, what true inclusion is all about. And from there, you know, um, my wife and I, our passion was international missions. We had done many missions trips in Romania. Um, so we thought, hey, let's, let's travel. Uh, we have this team, this talented team, who are not just performers, but they're educators. Along with that, we brought in doctors. Yeah. Because, um, you know, if you anybody knows Romania and the fall of communism, third world country, uh, huge, tremendous hearts, but a lack of education. So uh, that was really our first um, trip. And from there, uh, by year three in Romania, we were um, with our, we we're back with our, our U.S. Department of Education as well as our U.S. Embassy, and we helped Romania join the European Union. And um, after that, just the floodgates open. I mean, we, uh, we've been to China and Africa a few times and, and the Dominican Republic and India and Australia and Peru and Guatemala <laughs> and, and Philippines and, and Canada. And, and tell, it goes who, on and tell on. who goes. Yeah. Who, who actually goes on that trip? Uh, the best of our best. So we have yeah. the best uh, of our performers in wheelchairs, the best of our performers who might have Down syndrome, the best of our performers who might be blind. Um, and then we have our top-notch athletes, gymnasts, martial artists, dancers um, that get to go. Yeah, this this isn't a uh, an elite group in terms of uh, they can do everything for themselves, you know, and find their hotels. And you guys are moving around a whole lot of bodies yeah. to get them to the right place at the right time. And one of the unique things is a story out of uh, China of people, they don't treat their disabled folks the same way. Uh, they uh, they basically uh, sh- you know shutter them off into a, a room or a place away from everybody else. Don't want them to be seen. And uh, tell me a little bit of what happened with some of their ministries of uh, education and things when they saw what your guys could do. I think I think the first off, what we try and do is just uh, you know we we share the gospel when we go places as well and. Um, just trying to get people to view that, you know, God doesn't make mistakes and that he's created everybody absolutely perfect for their purpose here on earth. The problem with the world is we don't allow people to explore what their gifts or or even be able to find what their purpose is. So in these other countries, they don't even have word for disability. Yeah, interesting. They're the the cursed and the outcast. And and so like even in China, they were under the one child rule. And there's a huge epidemic in China with kids being born with missing limbs of some kind. So they hadn't already aborted their child. Mm they would just drop it off on the government steps because they didn't want that to be their one child. So they would either end up in orphanages or in dying rooms where sure. they, they were tied up. And, wow. Yeah. Wow. But but the cool thing in, in God's way of working is us connecting over there and just allowing um, 
individuals to see the potential of these kids. Yes. You know, some of our kids with Down syndrome, they graduated high school, they graduated college, they have a job. And so the potential's there, and so we visually show that, and usually we'll bring the government officials and educators back to Fresno and get them involved in our school districts and children's hospital and things like that and show them just the capability. And it's really a cultural mindset that we're trying to tweak. And once we're able to do that and they see the potential, you see, you see the magic happen. Well, all of us who have seen uh, the Barrier Breakers perform, uh, you can't help but be inspired. I mean, it's like, wow. And, and I, I, I'm a person that grew up with a disability, but mom and dad never told me I couldn't do something. You know, it, Now, I don't run the 100-yard dash, but I can drive it, so who cares? We, you we know? can brag about the wrestler you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. had the chance to wrestle. I've got a five handicap in golf. Very blessed. So I've always had an attitude from mom and dad. It's what you can do, not what you can't do. And I'll tell you, folks, we've got just great guests with us today. Jared and Tyler Hergenrader from Break the Barriers. And uh, you're listening to Powell to the People, where civility is always in style. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. is Powell to the people on the best talk in town. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you know, Saturdays at four, Sundays at six, KXEX 1550 AM, where we talk politics, education, religion, technology, sports, values, and healthy communities. We also have good news with Larry Powell, nothing but good news stories Monday through Friday at 10 AM and at 4 PM. You can catch us on Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we got it for you at your convenience so you can listen to us. What special guests we have with us today, Jared and Tyler Hergenrader from Break the Barriers. And I'll tell you what, if you want to be inspired, uh, we've got an opportunity for you to go to just an amazing uh, program, uh, Nutcracker like no other, Audra McDonald Theater at Roosevelt High School, December 3rd. There are going to be two performances. Go to BreakTheBarriers.org, and you can get tickets for that. There's plenty of room. Make this a family deal, and it's a great way to support Break the Barriers as well. Well, uh, you guys also work with veterans, and, and from my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, probably the most effective veterans program west of the Mississippi, uh, and you have been for years. It's not like uh, this is just something you've picked up, but uh, I know you've got an archery program, you've got other things. And you're taking veterans who have been through some really, really tough challenges, and they're starting to see their capabilities again and their worth and their value. So tell us a little bit of what's going on there. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we started the Tyler. program in 2012, and uh, we at that time we were really focused on, you know, kids and the majority of the time uh, our international staff. And there there was a grant that kept popping up in our, in our emails of trying to uh, service veterans on adaptive sports. Yep. And we kept deleting it. Not that we didn't care. We just didn't, uh, we didn't see a fit at that time. But right at that time, that 22-in-a-day suicide rate was, came out nationally. And then you could see probably pol- politically um, they were trying to place the blame on, yeah. on everything else. And so, that's 22 veterans a day were killing themselves. Yeah, and yes. that, that's the statistic. And it's, it's gone up and down throughout the years. Right. And, and that kind of blew our mind. And then uh, some stuff came out about the VA system having some hardships nationally. So... Uh, us as a community organization, you know, partnered with a lot of other nonprofits 
we kind of looked into what our community was doing, and not to say there wasn't anything, uh, we just could not find anything that our community was doing to give back to the vets at that time. So we you said, look, we'll, we'll be the front runners to be able to start. Uh, we have an amazing, gifted facility that we've been blessed with. Uh, let's see what we could do. Um, hung out at the VA quite a bit and just saw that, you know, there was a lot of pressure on our VA to do everything for the vets. Right. And, and it, in my opinion, they just couldn't handle everything. And so we were just thinking, man, here we are. We're benefiting from our freedoms, right? And but, the sacrifices they've made. Yeah, but, yep. but the community doesn't even know about the sacrifices that were made. We, we didn't even know at the time about some of the hardships and stuff that were going on. But as hanging out with these vets, it's like, man, um, the community needs to give back. And so we stepped up, tried to get involved in the VA at the beginning, and it wasn't really happening. And so we kind of just uh, connected ourselves with some, some big wigs in town that had some foot in the door um, with the veterans population, and they helped us get up and started and our, our program kind of just blew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been able to connect the right dots, and, and, and now we are the largest uh, recreation program free to veterans in the nation. Just last year, which we consider still a COVID year, we provided over 10,000 services for these vets. Wow. And so we have 17 free programs. It's all free that they could participate in. I mean, uh, there's people donating to, for registration fees, top-of-the-line equipment for these individuals to shoot with. So we go all the way from recovery um, to recreation, and then we could take them to elite-level training so they could compete. Yeah, and that brings us to uh, that program that you talked about, uh, the grant. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had gotten it for a number of years in a row, and it was continuing to come. And then this year, why in the world they they dropped it? I don't have any clue. But tell us a little bit where you're at now as a result of that. Yeah, we are – we were very unfortunate. We we thought for sure we were shooing, you know, given that we're the largest program. They count our heads to lobby for more funds. You know, uh, we've had a good relationship with them. We yeah. we truly believe that a new staff rolled in and they didn't know who we were, um, and and mm. that's what happened. Um, but this is this is a good chunk of our program. If we're at full speed, uh, our program costs just a little under four hundred thousand, and uh, this was about two hundred forty thousand dollars that we were hoping for and relying on and uh you know that's like tyler said that's anywhere from our you know training that we offer throughout the day or ptsd classes or mobility classes um uh, we even have bible studies for vets who who want to come in and have bible study weekly where we feed them and have a bible study uh so there's a lot that we offer um to these vets every day of the week all year round and our in our program's unique um this grant it's a government grant and they 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 mainly fund clinics. Mm. And so other programs will do maybe four clinics quarterly throughout the year. We're, we're one of the few year-round programs, so they kind of have to tweak the program to fit what we're doing. So they list each of our classes as clinics. And we haven't, in the last eight years, we haven't got the grant twice. And both times we view, because they won't, they won't tell us. We'll just get an email saying we oh, didn't yeah. get it. But both times that's happened, new administration has come in. And, and that's what's happened this time. So we were kind of assuming that might be the, what happened, but, but now we're here. You yep. know? So is that grant dead for this year? Mm-hmm. For sure? Yeah. For sure it's dead. Yeah. Um, who, who are some of the folks who tried to help you get that restored? Yeah. Who did you go to? Well, we, we, um, you know, we went to a lot of, uh, public figures and names, you know, Jim um, Patterson has been a big, big help to us. Of course, uh, Gary Bredefield, um, 
Uh, we had Mayor Dyer come by and, and is trying to help us out. Um, Steve. We had, yeah, Steve Brandau has been a huge help. Right. Uh, so many, many big names in, in the community um, are, are trying to step up and raising awareness. And, of course, you know, other radio stations. We've been on the Chris Gabriel Show and the Ray Appleton Show and, and the Broski and Musan Show. And, and, of course, we're here with you, Larry. Yeah. So uh, we're just trying to get the word out, um, you know, and, and just to live by faith. We're, we're taking one day at a time. Yeah. But we know that we... We God has given us now this huge ministry, um, and and we're responsible for many active duty and veterans uh, that that call break the bears their home. Yep, yep. In fact, they finally have a place to go during the day, you know, and and be welcomed, uh, a, an official part of what's going on. Uh, uh, and I've seen them. They that is home for a lot of them. They yep. they don't have a great living circumstance in many cases. And uh, you've got some great individual stories of, of folks who have really got their lives turned around as a result and came in with just this sense of I'm not worth anything, you know. Do you have any stories you could share? Uh, I know, we, Tyler, you, you're you're intimately involved with yeah, every one I mean, of them. There, there's so many stories and, and so much help going on with the community. And uh, share to share one um, that is always in my heart, you know, we – we take our, our vets to Las Vegas, which is the largest indoor international shoot in the world, um, every February. And that's for archery. Archery, sure. Yep. Archery, yeah. yeah. And so archery is probably one of the biggest programs because it's a shooting sport. The, yep. air, the air rifle, we live in California. <laughs> there's still some political stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, but there, it's there's about 20,000 people that go, about 5,000 shooters. The pros and Olympians wow. are there, and they honor our vets in front of everybody inside that uh, with our partnership with the NFA who runs the tournament. Uh, we do a pro-am where the pros actually team up with our veterans. They, you know, mm-hmm. one pro, one vet. They go head-to-head at the tournament. It's streamlined internationally. It's in international magazines. It's such a great experience in a life-changing, um, I'd say, tournament for a lot of our vets. But we, we had one vet who was homeless. And, uh, you know, uh, some great, great help from the peer support at, at the VA would bring him in. And, and we knew that this tournament would be life-changing for him. And he didn't want to go. And, and we provide food vouchers for them as well when we go. So okay. we were talking to him about how great the buffet is there. So he <laughs> actually went for the food. Okay. And come to find out when we got back from that tournament that he's had family in Las Vegas that he hasn't seen in 30 years. Wow. So he actually, because of that tournament, flew back to uh, Las Vegas and hung out with his daughter um, and, and, and his family that he hasn't seen, and then his life just succeeded from there. So we, we've seen Break the Barriers be a stepping stone to getting these individuals back in the community, finding purpose again, yeah. getting healthier physically and mentally, and, and that's just been one of one of many stories, like you're saying, some of our vets have no family. We are their family. Yep. They're at our facility four to six hours a day. So it's really a second home or a home for these individuals. So what's what's happening now that you've lost that $240,000? So uh, I know you're interested in anybody in the community who can step up and, and help. Yep. So you need $240,000 to make up just for that. But that's not all. You've got more above and beyond yep. that. Especially yep. COVID was a tough time. Yep. Yeah, well, Steve Brandau was a huge help. Uh, we we did um, receive um, the county uh, ARPA grant, um, mm-hmm. so we have not received the funds yet. Um, and and until we receive them, we're losing 
um, roughly ten to twenty thousand dollars a month. Right now, we're just um, running at bare minimum as far as the program goes, just right. to keep our doors open with that with our vets. But uh, we have, uh, I mean, we have a campaign going. We have a video that's out. You can go, you know, view it on YouTube um, under Break the Barriers, our veterans program, where we really highlight all that we do. Um, you can sponsor a vet for six hundred dollars a year. Um, so that's a, a great way to give back. Um, if you want to give on our website, of course, breakthebears.org. Just right. make sure that just in the memo line you say it's for the veterans, and that will be restricted just for them. And then um, we're just, you know, like talking to you. We're on every platform we can um, as far as news and radio and, and just to get the word out and, 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 again, to live by faith and hope hopefully yeah. that funding comes in. And it's such a great ministry. Um, it's It's almost in a way like – you feel it's owed back to these veterans sure. to be able to do this for them. So. Yeah. Well, think about that. It's $50 a month, folks, to support a veteran. 600 a year is not that big an ask. Uh, in fact, if you break it down, it's probably one less latte a, a week. You know? <laughs> and, and you can step up and really help someone uh, realize their worth as an individual and uh, get their lives back after sacrificing for us. You're listening to Powell to the People, where civility is always in style. KXEX 1550 AM. We'll be right back. You're listening to Powell to the People. Write it down. This is Powell to the People on the best talk in town. Hey, welcome back to Powell to the People, where civility is always in style. We're so glad that you're with us. Uh, we're concluding. We got uh, one segment left with uh, Tyler and uh, Jared Hergenrader from Break the Barriers, uh, one of the premier nonprofits in, uh, in all of California, from my, my opinion. Uh, the amazing work they've done with physically challenged, able bodied kids. Uh, uh, veterans, uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, they've got a unique show coming up on December the 3rd at the Audra McDonald Theater at Roosevelt High School. Um, it's a nutbreaker like no other, and uh, we want you to make sure you get a ticket. That's BreakTheBarriers.org. Please go there. Take your family. Take your friends in the neighborhood. Make it a special Christmas and uh, support them, uh, and you'll just be absolutely amazed at what you see and who performs, and it's a thrilling, a great way to kick off Christmas for everybody in December. So back a little more to the veterans. Uh, you guys, uh, you live by grants in a lot of ways and donations and because you're not charging our veterans for anything that they get there. Uh, that's a remarkable thing because a lot, of, a lot of people will take some grant money, but they also have a fee for somebody to participate, and you don't do that. You, you say, you're welcome. Come on board. We want you to be here. Uh, what are some of the other activities that they have available to them? I know archery is one of the big ones, and you've, got, you've done very well in competition with that. And, uh, and it's amazing when you see some of them perform uh, with a missing limb or other things, and they're still quite the shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've figured out a way for some to shoot. We have blind, blind veterans shooting. We develop <laughs> devices for a vision impaired to shoot. We've made shoulder harnesses with a foot pedal release for some that could only use one arm. Uh, we've helped a prosthetic company build a arm to hold a bow correctly wow. in order to shoot and, and 
now our vet Addison that uses that is pounding the middle. Um, it's, it's crazy to watch that, but yeah, there's, there's always a way. So, um, it's anything on a recreation to a recovery level, and then we deal with some mental health stuff as well, and then the Bible study as well, which is important because sure. that's the foundation, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we have personal training uh, for the vets. Uh, we have a weight room that they could come use uh, whenever our weight room's open. We have Taekwondo. We have a HOPE program, which is an amazing program, specializes in spinal uh, uh, cord recovery or damage um, or any neurological symptoms. Uh, archery is the big one. Uh, we have air rifle. We have uh, exercise fitness class called Show Up Fitness. Uh, swimming, track and field, table tennis. So I mean, there, there's a, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah. boy, um, I, I'm sure you guys would be interested in a legacy donation of some kind. So, uh, folks, uh, if if you're out there and you've got uh, some dollars, you've been blessed. Uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, $100,000, $150,000, $200,000 uh, in a legacy donation would go a long ways toward changing the lives and continuing to help our veterans as well as our physically challenged kids who are just getting the best of the best in terms of training and encouragement. And, and uh, it's absolutely amazing. Um, you know, uh, Jared, tell me uh, a little more about uh, some of the things that you're uh, you're hoping to have happen. I know you're facing... Uh, you know, any business that loses $240,000, that's a, a tough thing. So how do you keep people going when there's no pay for them? Because that's kind of what yeah. you're facing right now. Yeah. And what, what do you need a month right now in order to keep folks on board? Yeah, just to, just to skate by, we need about ten dollars to $12,000 a month. Okay. And and that's that's just for us to offer our classes in-house gotcha. uh, for us to be able to take these vets to competitions and travel fees. And so that's and above and beyond. That's above and beyond. And, and as well as new equipment for them, you know, that's where we get into our, our overall budget. If we're running at full speed is close to 400,000, you know, each year. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's what, that's what we need. And uh, you know, we're, we're hoping that the community, like you said, um, can step up. Uh, we uh, um, even, even then, um, you know, Break the Bears has 28 programs, and, and, you know, we're not just writing for vets funds. We're writing for literacy funds. We have a free reading program, and we have a free school program and yep. and many other free programs. So we're, our grant writing team is, is not seasonal at Break the Bears. It's around the clock. So Year-round. Year-round. So yeah. we're um, every foundation, you know, grant, um, business in town, we're trying to reach out to constantly as well as individuals and and we know where we sit um on on that totem pole of of nonprofits you know we know we're behind the the yeah. universities and the schools and the hospitals and the churches and and uh but but we believe um God's bigger than than all Absolutely. that and uh uh we uh we're going to press on um I I of course as a CEO I I have to you know be re- somewhat reserved and and uh um just have you know some some mindful uh, words of wisdom that I might reach, reach out to, you know, advisor or some elders uh, sure. to help me, you know, through this all. But uh, we, we truly believe that this year is going to be more successful than other. Um, despite our setback, we're for the first time hosting a national archery um, championship um, mm. here in Fresno. So pros from around the world will wow. fly into Fresno on April 15th and 16th. 
Uh, we it's on 300 acres on the Madera side of Millerton Lake. Um, so that's uh, that's um, something that we are planning on doing um, despite the setback. So uh, given that we have other programs and and uh, that can support our vets um, to get through this, we we believe God's gonna you know carry us through. But yeah, at the same time, definitely have to be reserved and, and definitely sure. have to look at at the 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 P and L and the finances every month. Yeah, and, and, we, and we have faith in our community. Yep. As you know, Fresno County is a gold mine of great nonprofits, but also a gold mine of just great individuals that love to impact the community. So that's where our faith is is in just because of just being in the past and, and just relying on the hearts of people to do some magic. So. Absolutely. I know rotaries have stepped up and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, a variety been, of service clubs. Rotary stepped up in a big way. I, I mean, we've already been blessed since October from, uh, I'll, I'll just name them, North Fresno Rotary and Fresno Rotary and, and Fig Garden Rotary. So uh, Rotary, Kiwanis, uh, you name yeah. it, Knights of Columbus, um, even Larks, even though they've They've kind of dis- dismantled, you know, has yeah. still blessed us this, this year. Is that right? You know, so, uh, yeah, we have so many friends um, and, and uh, that, that love blessing Break the Barriers for sure. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I, I know that uh, the challenges are real, but God is bigger, you know, and he's going to make a difference. And uh, I love it when things don't go right because it usually means something really good is right around the corner. Amen. And uh, Amen. tell us a little more about the swimming pool. Because my wife loves that swimming pool, by the way. She does. She's the first one every morning. She's the first one there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Water we, aerobics, folks. We started this pool campaign, um, you know, about six years ago, I would say. And it started out with uh, Al Perry, who sat on our board, past CEO of the VA, and, and uh, you know, my, my parents and, and the, the board. And, and uh, we knew um, that opening up our pool seasonally was not enough, not just for our vets' training, uh, but for many of our little ones that are turned away from any other pool in, yep. in town, whether, you know, they have autism and they're on the spectrum or, or whatever it might be. And, and um, we knew that that length of time to learn how to swim was not long enough. Right. Um, for many of our friends on the spectrum, they love going under the water and they love that muffled sound, um, but they forget to come back come up back sometimes. Up. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our board and, and team put together a campaign. Uh, we thought we were done. We raised $1.1 million and, and, uh, the, our community did, and we were thought, we thought we were done, but then with inflation and material oh, costs, boy. we found out that we, uh, we owe another $600,000. Is that right? Uh, so, oh, man. but, but, uh, we, uh, despite COVID, we were able to pay off the building, uh, three years ago and wow. we have, some amazing equity in our building and we were able to pull out a loan uh, with Fresno First Bank who's awesome. They've been great. If you bank, yeah, if you bank with Fresno First Bank, uh, they really saved us during COVID. Wow. Um, you know, uh, there's other banks that just, well, I mean, we were we were falling, we were falling off the deep end. And I remember was, the phone call. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they're the bank that stepped us to, stepped up to give us a loan and, and so they've been a blessing to us and, and, uh, but yeah, um, we're it's it's going up fast. Uh, yeah. We hope to be done by March because uh, we have a contract with Fresno Unified in April. Okay, you know, we're providing water safety for all the Fresno Unified students. So, so you've yeah. got uh, let's see, uh, December, January, February, March, uh, four months divided into you got one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You got to raise a month to get to that six hundred. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's not unmanageable, yep. you know. Yep. And folks, let me tell you what. Uh, 
Break the Barriers is one of those unique organizations that you can trust that the money that goes to them goes for the purposes that it is intended and is never, ever, ever sent in a different direction. It goes for services for our able-bodied, disabled. Uh, it goes for our physically challenged. It goes for our veterans. You can be assured that whatever money is donated goes to the purpose it was intended. And you have a strong, strong history of that and a legacy of your own with that. So, folks, uh, if you've got uh, a few extra dollars uh, do you have a lot of folks that give you on a monthly basis that you know are not rich, but they they donate a hundred a month or yeah. you know that kind of thing? Yeah, every every we believe every penny's God's God. So yeah, yep. we have we have ten dollar givers a month to twenty to hundred to two hundred, you name it. Yeah. Yep. So if they go to the website breakthebarriers.org, dot uh, org, there's a place they can get on a monthly ongoing donation. Yeah, or or just come in and and uh, our staff can just set sign it up, sign you up, sign you up. Yeah, yeah. We, we love for people to see what's going on. So um, even for our donors throughout the year, hey, come see what your funding's doing, and yeah. you'll realize where that money's going. And like even with our vets, our vets are getting travel funds paid for. They're getting equipment. They're getting food vouchers. Wow! I mean, it's a tournament after tournament after tournament, and so that money is is you're seeing it's it's blessing people right then and there yeah that's fantastic so what hours could people come by for a visit yep monday through friday we're open pretty much 8 30 till 7 or 8 o'clock at night and then saturdays from 9 to 1 yeah and if you want to be enthused come and join us but don't forget that uh performance at uh audra mcdonald theater december 3rd go to breakthebarriers.org to get tickets for uh just an amazing show you want to be there and folks let me tell you If you've got a few extra dollars, uh, and even if you need to sacrifice a little bit, wouldn't it be nice if you sacrificed during Christmas and uh, and also during Thanksgiving to say, hey, what a great organization right here in Fresno, California. Break the barriers, a unique place to be. Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Jared and Tyler, for being here. Thanks, Larry. Uh, And we're going to look forward to uh, our, our community stepping up to help you. You've been listening to Powell to the People, where civility is always in style. We're so glad you joined us today. We'll see you next week.